Hi, this is Lori Jean in the kitchen. Today we're going to make all-natural homemade pizza. So what you're going to need right now to make the homemade pizza dough, and this is really, really easy, so don't be scared. You're going to need some active dry yeast. You're going to need some honey. I'm using clover honey. Uh, some warm water. I'll give you the measurements in a bit. And let's see. Oh, that's it for this exact moment. So let's get this together. Obviously you're going to need flour down the road. Any spices you want to put in the crust, but I'll get into that more with you. So let's get the, um, the liquid part of the yeast mixed together so we can add it to the flour. So this is what you need at this exact moment. So take a half tablespoon of active dry yeast, put it in a bowl, and you're going to take, I'm not good at measuring, so I did, because I cut a recipe in half and changed it around for me. So half a tablespoon of honey and then half a teaspoon of honey. Okay, put that aside in a cup. And you're going to take one, three quarters a cup of warm water. Three quarters of a cup of warm water, we're putting it in yeast. We're going to stir the yeast around with a fork. There we go. You'll see little bubbles, even just a little bit in the side. It's telling you the yeast is live. I keep mine in the fridge after I've opened it up. So make sure you mix it together real well. sticking a little bit to the bottom so I'm going to get a spoon and I'm scraping it off the bottom of the spoon. Okay, so now mine's are mixed together well. Now I'm going to put in the honey. Believe it or not, honey won't kill the yeast from rising. I had worried about that, but it doesn't. Apparently it's something that helps it even rise a little bit, just like sugar. But I'm omitting the sugar and the honey's going to give it a little bit of a live flavor. The uh, pizza crust, also along with the spices you choose. Okay, so getting all that in and I'm stirring that together. Now next is going to be, I'm still stirring this a little bit. Next is going to be all-purpose flour. So get down a mixing bowl and your flour. I'm using all-purpose unbleached white. You can use wheat too. I think they have unbleached all-purpose wheat. Okay, so this works well with just wheat flour too. So. The size of my baking dish for my toaster oven, which is perfect for me, it ends up being nine small pieces of pizza for maybe a lunch, or you could do um, like six larger slices for a bigger meal. Okay, now we're going to add half a tablespoon of olive oil and half a teaspoon of salt. I use sea salt. Okay, you're going to add one and a half cups of flour into a mixing bowl. So now we're going to stir around the yeast mix mixture again. Make sure it's really well blended. Looks good. Now we're going to add it to the flour. Now we're going to stir it all together. Okay, I'm just using a fork and stirring the the flour with the liquid mixture together. Don't be frightened that it looks like there's too much water in there because there's not. 
it's going to start to stick together. And it's going to get really kind of doughy looking. Just keep making sure that you just keep making sure that you stir it well. Like you're kind of pressing it together with a fork a little bit. Not real hard, but just pressing it together a little bit. Okay, now what we're going to do is we're going to, now that it's at least sticking together somewhat, where you can handle it, we're going to take a little flour, put it on our hands, just a little bit, a little handful, and start putting it on top of this mixture because you're going to, you're going to need to make this into a ball so it, it, it can sit and rise. So put it a little less than a half a cup in like a measuring cup by you because your hands are going to get really yucky. Don't be afraid if you have to start chunking in a little bit of flour to even touch the thing because that's very normal. And there'll be flour hanging all over the bowl that you're not using. Just roll it around in that and you'll see it's starting to become easier to handle. It's much easier. When you pick it up, it's going to want to be sticky again. Just pick up those pieces in the bowl that are falling off, stick them back inside of the pizza dough, put it in the middle, close it up in there like it's eating it up. Alright. Squeeze it together. Oops, still sticky in my hand, so I'm going to add a little bit more flour there. Okay. Some fell into the bowl, so I'm sticking it back in here and rolling around. What we're going to do is we're going to make a surface, even if it's just a, a plate, because we don't have a lot of dough here to worry about, so we don't have to worry about having a whole counter. So if you don't have a counter to work with, just grab a plate. Okay, and we're going to knead this a little bit. Kneading is really easy. I mean... It's not like years ago when our moms had to have an apron and a rolling pin and sat there for hours worrying that it wasn't going to come out right. Okay, so we're going to... Let me take down my plate. My hands are all gucky and I didn't do that. Okay, I just washed my hands. Now I'm taking down the plate. Okay, now that my hands are clean, I can easily get a tablespoon and... Just put about a tablespoon of flour onto the plate here. There we go, because I'm going to be kneading, rolling this dough out a little bit. I think I'm just going to use a cup and roll it a little bit. So, okay, I'm taking the dough and I'm just kind of pressing it into the flour and just getting it easy to handle by pressing it into the plate. And every time it feels sticky, I turn the sticky part down onto the plate and I push on it with the flour there too. So now I'm going to, oops, I might need a little more flour. No, it seems to be okay. Just add, you know, a tablespoon at a time and, until it gets to the point where you can pick it up and it's not all completely sticking to your hand. It might still be a little sticky, that's all right. So I'm gonna get, just get it a cup. And I'm going to, oh, I have my honey cup here that I use. So I'm just gonna roll it a little bit. Just kinda, it'll flatten out a little bit just needs to be mixed up there nicely before I set it to rise. So, like I said, if it sticks to the cup, just put a little flour on the cup. Okay. Let's 
getting a little sticky to my hands. I need to stick my tablespoon in and just dust this part of the, the crust that I'm kneading. All right. Oh, it looks good. It's cooperating with me wonderfully. I'm just kind of going back and forth over the same area. I mean, it's over the same areas. and You don't want to flatten it out to paper thin or anything. We're just trying to flatten it out and take control of it a little bit. <laughs> so now some of the flour is falling off from one side over to the plate when I tip it over. And i got a little bit left here on this tablespoon, so I'm going to spread it out over here because it's starting to get a little sticky again. And I'm going to just roll this out again like I'm... Okay. And I'm almost done with this. I'm going to use my hands and just kind of pick it up and squeeze it. Squeeze it with my hands and roll it to kind of like an oblong log that's completely fingerprinted all over. And I'm just kind of going back and forth with it, squeezing it, squeezing it. Put a little more flour on the outside because it's biting me a little bit. My fingers, I'm trying to pull my fingers in with it. And I'm just squeezing it. Kind of like I'm squeezing a towel and wringing it out, but I'm not really wringing it out. I'm letting the water kind of just do what it wants to do, but I'm squeezing that towel anyway, even though I'm not trying to control the water. And I'm picking up the flour along the way where I feel the stickiness come to my finger and adding a little bit more where you need to along the way. And it's very easy to work now, and it's definitely been long enough. So now what we're going to do is... I like to put it in a plastic container. It's got to be something a little bit snug. So let me see what we got here. I have a plastic container, a good size to put this in. It's probably almost half the size of this dough, which is what you want to do. You want to give it that much room to rise. Okay, I have to wash mine out because I had some homemade croutons in it. I don't have many of my larger ones left because I put them in the freezer and then was banging them too hard to get some things out of them and they cracked on me, so <laughs> I have to be careful. So I had to wash this one to use, so yeah, it's it's not that big. I don't, I don't know what size it would be. It probably says right on it. Just make sure that you're going to have room for this to expand. Okay, so I'm putting it in my container and I'm sealing it. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm just leaving the cover laying on top. And I'm going to leave that for two hours. I'm going to set my timer. You do the same. Um, start thinking about what kind of spices you want to put in your crust. I have, what I'm going to put in is some rosemary. I have just a little bit of thyme left, so I'm going to put a hair of that in there. Some people like oregano. I've got some crushed red pepper, but I think that would be too hot for me. I've got thyme here somewhere. Ah, here we are. Okay, I found my thyme. So I'm going to leave those out. Um, when I have a block of Parmesan or Romano fresh cheese, I'll grate that into the crust too. I don't have any of that right now. And the stores close by don't have it, the stuff that I'll eat, because I won't eat stuff with just regular enzymes. It has to be micro, 
microbial, which means it's either made from vegetation or unfortunately a calf's stomach lining. I'm sorry to make you feel bad if you feel bad about that. But I've been trying to stay with the microbial vegetable ones. And um, so I think that's about it. Okay, so I'll come back to you in two hours. Oh, and one more thing, I'm sorry. Think about what you want to put on your pizza too, because you have two hours now, you can run to the store. So I have some all natural pizza sauce. I didn't have to make it, it's just jarred. I was lucky, I got it for a good price and I've been buying this particular brand. Um, what else do I have here? There's no citric acid in it, so that's hard to find something with no citric acid. So be careful of that. I also picked up some mozzarella cheese, which has the microbial enzymes. Um, and I have some leftover chicken, and I have some tomato. So that's what I'm going to put on my pizza, and I'll probably put a little oregano on top of it. So think about what toppings you want to use and what you want to put on it, okay? Be back. Okay, hi, I'm back. I was just picking up the kitchen before I'm going to start to get my pizza ready to go in the oven. And I bet your dough has risen wonderfully. Mine is almost reaching the top of the container that I got that is double the size of it. Just bought even the lid. Just throwing it on the top and it fit on there perfectly, but I didn't snap it closed. So the other thing that I'm doing with this recipe to make it mine is, like I mentioned, I'm adding seasonings to the pizza crusto to make it taste better. It's much more savory. And you're not just getting that crunchy bread taste of pizza. A lot of pizza places now do this, but then you're going to get your, your run-of-the-mill pizza place that still just does the plain dough with the plain pizza dough flavor. And I really need to have something with a little more flavor. So I removed my baking sheet from my toaster oven. If you want to use all the dough today, just go ahead and get your pizza sheet out. Preheat your oven to 450 because the pizza cooks pretty fast so you want it up as high as you can. Well, at a nice high, high temperature. It's not going to take long to put it together, so. Okay, there goes my click, click, click from my toaster oven. Sorry about that. Actually, I'm going to spare you and preheat mine when you're not with me. <laughs> so I'm going to get some olive oil and I'm going to put some olive oil on my baking sheet so the pizza dough doesn't stick. I like to put a little bit of flour on my baking sheets when I bake. It, I think it just helps remove what you've cooked, what you've baked easier. So I'm going to get my flour down again. I'm going to get out just like a, a tablespoon. A tablespoon of my flour. Okay, I'm going to have that ready. We don't need a lot. And now I'm going to start to just oil my, my baking sheet here. Okay. Olive oil is natural and pure, so it's really the best greaser to use. Sprinkle it across and then I'm going to 
Actually, I'm going to spread it across my hands. Actually, that looks better. So take your hands and spread the flour across the baking sheet. And it'll blend in wonderfully with the olive oil. It'll have a little kind of like white. What would that be called? Kind of pasty, a light dried pasty sheen on there. Film on there. Okay, so done with the flour. Actually, no, we're not done with the flour. We're gonna have to grab this baby out. Okay, so now I'm handling the pizza dough again. This is where it gets messy. So get your hands with a little more flour. Put some right on the top of this ball here so you can try to grab at it. Oh, the air just came out. Oh, it looks wonderful. Okay, so I'm gonna. Oh, I just was able to pull it completely out. Oh, one piece stuck in there. So I'm gonna just. So take the dough and just make sure you got flour all around it while you're turning it around and getting it into your hands into a ball, so you can form it onto your bakeware. Now this this will definitely fit perfectly. A pizza, a pizza pan to bake on. Absolutely, it will. Definitely a round one. The big square ones, if you do it thin enough, sure. The big oblong ones, I should say. Um, hmm. So I'm going to pull this in half because, once again, it fulfilled my wishes of making enough for two baking sheets here. My baking sheet's a good size, so if I'm getting pizzas out of it. I got one of those confection ovens, so it's it's got that little dent kind of on the back that pushes out so you can fit a full-size pizza in there. So, um, though this is oblong, my baking sheet, it's not a round pizza pan. It um, doesn't need that thing that sticks up in the back, but it's a good size when I need it. I'm going to start pressing the dough into the baking sheet. And I'm getting flour as I need it by a tablespoon and just putting it on top of the, the dough so I can work it into the edges of the baking sheet. Oh, it just bites you, which is wonderful because you know it's fresh. Oh, I forgot to put the spices. Okay, so now we're going to add the spices. All right, I'm just going to make like a little hole in the middle of this thing. And I'm going to put just a little bit of sprinkling some rosemary. Not a lot, just a little bit. And then squeeze it all around so that you know it's getting all over the place. And next I'm going to do my little bit of thyme. Okay, so I'm going to do that. Just a little pinch for me. I don't have a lot left and you don't need a lot of thyme for this. Once again, I'm going to go all the way around. I'm squeezing my nails through. Oops, it's getting a little bit sticky. I'm putting some flour around it so I can handle it a little bit better. Okay. Ah, looks good. So I'm just squeezing my fingers all the way through it on each side. Squeeze my fingers to the palms of my hands, holding on to it. Like I'm exercising my hands somehow. So I believe I have the spices well 
dispersed into my pizza dough. So I'm going to now start putting it on my baking sheet. And I need a little more flour again because it's sticking to my hand. So I just threw some on top of the dough and I'll be pushing back. And it's fighting me, which is wonderful because I know it's all nice and fresh. It smells wonderful like pizza dough. And I know it's going to taste wonderful. I see the little spices sticking through there. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. Mmm, it smells so good. So I hope you're able to pick out what you're going to put on the pizza. I don't know if you have leftover meatballs, you want to slice up and put on there, or you have some seafood, or ham, or pineapple. I don't know if I put seafood on a tomato sauce base, but um, I don't know, people, some people put anything on their pizzas. So whatever you like, put it on there. Just keep in mind if it's something that's already been cooked, I hope it's not cooked too much, because when you put it into the oven, especially at 450, it'll, it could get really burnt, so mushrooms are good, not uh, cooked in any way, just slice it up and put them on. Little pieces of broccoli, spinach is wonderful, fresh basil, oh, wonderful. Usually I always have fresh basil in the house to throw on here. I don't today. So I'm making do today. If you're trying to use half to make it spread for the baking sheet, just have patience. Just work with it. It's going to keep pulling back from you, but eventually it's going to give in. This is probably the hardest part at this point, is just trying to get the dough to listen to you. Because really there's plenty of dough there. I don't like my crust really thick. I don't like to feel like I'm eating a ton of bread in my mouth. So that's why I work it, because I don't want to have too thick of a pizza. As it is with all this dough for a round pizza plate, some of you might not like how thick it is, so I always suggest to use the rectangular ones. I think that they're better. You're going to get more pizza out of it, too, and you can certainly fit a lot more toppings, and I think it's more of a better family size, but that's just my preference. You might like the crust to be a little bit thicker, so your round pizza pan will be fine. Then I'll just be getting a little more bread. You don't want to overdo the toppings, though, because of that. So, because then you're going to just have a big lump. The pizza's going to flop, kind of. So, oh, mine is just about reaching the ends here beautifully. Where you usually can extend it really well, or I should say always, is right in the corners where it makes a crust. Always bunches up too much there. There's always too much on the ends. So just keep pushing down that, and the more you push down that, it's going to give you more body for the inside of the crust. Plus, because this is self-rising yeast, it really wants to keep expanding. So, I mean, it thanks you like you're exercising it. <laughs> so. Okay. Just about there. So I have quite a bit of 
Okay, so my crust just fit the whole baking sheet. Like I said, you don't have to play with it. Just be patient. You have to just sit down, take a few minutes. Eventually you'll see. It'll look kind of thin. You might be able to see through to the bottom in some sections, but just push through. And then there'll be a couple holes, and eventually, once you keep playing around with it, pushing it from the outside, pushing down on those crusts and making it this thinner and thinner and pushing it to the center and then spreading it out evenly, it eventually will go exactly the way you want. I like to put a little olive oil on my crust before I bake it. So I'm going to put some in a little bowl. Okay, I'm just going to drizzle some in a bowl so I can have... I use my basting brush. Use your basting pastry brush, whichever you like. I find that the pastry brush soaks up the oil too much. So I have my basting brush and I'm just basting some olive oil. If you were able to find some all-fresh Parmesan or Romano cheese grated and you didn't put it into your bowl, you can put a little on now. So now I'm going to put in my sauce, my all-natural sauce. I hope you were able to find some of that citric acid in it. Citric acid is a horrible preservative. Just search online on Google. There's nothing natural about it, put it that way. Some things they will literally call it a preservative. Other things they'll put it in there and then you search to see what they are. They'll tell you their chemicals. Europe considers them carcinogens, a lot of these things. Carcin, I don't know if it's carcinogens or carcinogens. Anyway, you know what I mean. So I'm gonna wipe off the spoon roll. I used it for flour. I'm gonna start tablespooning my sauce on. Ooh, yummy. I just put one tablespoon on one side of one half. And on the other, I'm doing the same to the other side on the upper half. Okay, put a little bit extra in the middle here. And I'm going to take my tablespoon and just spread the sauce all around. You don't need to put too much sauce. I mean, you want enough, but you don't want to put too much. I actually have a canned... Oh, no, this is just traditional sauce. I'm sorry. There's chunks of tomato in mine. Mmm, yummy. Oh, it smells so good. I mean, I'm not kidding you. To have fresh pizza and be able to do it yourself. I mean, basically, to put the dough together, it was really easy. And then you just let it sit there for a couple of hours. I need just a little bit more, maybe another tablespoon or two, so I can get the corners a little bit. There, then I'm done. What was that, about seven or eight tablespoons or something? Heaping, I'm using a regular tablespoon, not a measuring one, so you can always get more than that. Okay, that's enough sauce. So now I'm going to open up my cheese. I like to grate a little bit of cheese on before I put my toppings and then a little on afterwards. You know when you pick up your pizza and there'll be a little bit of cheese mixed on your toppings? That's because they put some cheese on first and then a little bit after the toppings. So. Okay, so I got my grater and I'm gonna start grating some cheese right on this nice pizza. Oh boy, it's going on nice. I'm probably going to have to put some in a bowl. I kind of knew that before I started because it'll dance all over the place. So let me just grate a little bit in this bowl here. I always think I'm going to be able to make it land right in on the item I'm making. But I mean, you have something that's dead center, yeah. But just, so, you know, it doesn't take much when you're grating cheese to get that one cup you're looking for. I mean, you hardly use anything. The next thing you turn around is a ton of cheese. There. <laughs> it's 
So I love about the blocks. I can go so far. I'm going to make lasagna with this block of cheese, too. Okay, so now I'm going to I'm going to take this cheese that I grated. It definitely looks like a cup. And just put it onto this lovely pizza crust with sauce. Make sure I evenly distribute it. It's certainly not an extra cheese just yet. I love putting extra cheese on. Right now I'm just giving it a base to put my toppings in there. So I don't get lost thumped at the bottom. Okay. Now I have some tomato. I'm going to slice a little tomato on here. I love tomato pizza. I used to get it in New York all the time. I can't say the name of the place, but... Oh, it was my favorite, favorite kind of pizza. And they put these beautiful slices of tomato on it. I'm actually cutting thin slices. I have a plum tomato. Thin slices in half. And I'm putting them on this pizza here. I'm cutting this one more than in half because it's coming in a bit of a bigger slice. I have hardly any tomato here and it's already almost halfway covering the pizza so I really don't eat a whole lot. The cheese and the sauce on the crust is your main thing. And the, the crust goes so far because very little flour makes a whole lot. Okay, mostly the cheese and the sauce really, I guess, would be the pizza thing. Okay, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some leftover chicken, take all my toppings off of it. It's going to have a bit of a different taste to it, but I kind of welcome that. There's a little garlic left on it too. I'm just going to take little pieces and throw it right on my pizza. And it's going to taste so lovely. I don't mind mixing different spices and different, um, different variations of flavors that are from leftover foods with my pizza. I mean, you got to think if it's going to go... I mean, there's even a little lemon in here. Actually, there's a lot of lemon in here. But um, it's cooked into the chicken, so it's not like I'm taking any lemon juice and putting it on there. But I think that's going to add a little bit when I bite in with the cheese. Mm. And what I'll do is I'll end up freezing some of this so I can just take out a slice when I want it because I don't want to always have some of the pizza every day. And it works out wonderfully. I just take it out and put it in the confection oven for about 10 minutes at 400 and it's perfect. Sometimes I let it sit a little bit beforehand though because, I mean, you got to watch. Sometimes it just sits because I've taken it out and run out to do something else. And that's what I usually do. So just, you know, make sure that I guess that's heated all the way through. <laughs> okay, just about done with this. There's even a little onion that's stuck on this chicken. It's so juicy, though, so that's going to go real well with the tomato and the cheese. Now I'm going to start, oh, let me put a little bit of oregano on here so my, my added toppings match a pizza flavor.
a little bit more. Okay, so a little bit of oregano leaves on my chicken and my tomato. Okay, oh boy, that can smell the oregano. And now I'm gonna grate more cheese. Ah, at least another cup. I could easily put three cups on here, but. Okay, it's gliding really nicely. I already had a salad today, so. I usually will have two vegetables that are steamed, or at least if they've been steamed and put away for me in the freezer or fridge. I'll reheat it in a pan with a little olive oil. So I'll have two cups of that. But I didn't do that today, so I think I have some leftover snow peas I'll have along with this pizza that has just a little sauce and a little tomato, so that's not enough to count as a vegetable. But, oh, I have probably a good cup and a half of cheese. So I'm going to start putting the cheese on. I think this is probably going to be it. So I went for, it looks like, two and a half cups today. I really wanted a lot of cheese on here. Yeah, two and a half is definitely good. Oh, how nice. Put as much, uh, I believe in extra cheese, so put as much cheese as you want on your pizza. Oh, yummy. My um, grater is nice and thick, nice thick, cheesy slices. This is going to be heaven in my mouth, so I can just see this. And you can't even see the toppings. Of course, once the cheese cooks into the pizza, you'll see little pieces sticking through it. Make sure the cheese is evenly distributed enough so you're getting not a whole lot of red sauce hanging out. Okay, I'm going to pause and preheat my oven because I didn't want you to have to hear the tick tick. So actually I get a better idea. Pop your pizza in, put it on for 10 minutes, check it. I take a knife and lift underneath the crust. The crust should lift up at that point and see how browned it is. You just want it a little brown. You don't want it black. Um, between golden and a light brown is good. So let's start with 10 minutes and if you need a little longer, fine, but... Just make sure that it's it's not too dark. So let's both put our pizzas in and I'll come back. Okay, I'm back. My 10 minutes is almost up. I put extra cheese, so mine might take a little longer. I can see the cheese bubbling, but I like it just a little around. Yeah, I need it a little more bubbling. So if you have extra cheese like me, you might want to put it on for another three or four minutes. I'll be back. Okay, it's been two minutes. It's getting brown. Just a little. I can see it. It's, the cheese is raising up. Raising up off of its uh, surface. So I know it's done. It kind of forms its own bubbles. Oh yeah, bubbly cheese. People said fake things for the cheese bubbles. Okay, I'm going to peek at my crust just to double check that it's, it's cooked underneath. Hope that everything's synchronicity, right? Um, geez, I would rather go a little bit longer. I'm going to go another couple minutes. It's it's golden, but I like it a little bit more done. So mine's going to take 15 minutes. 
The reason I do is because um, I like my crust just a little crunchier. It's definitely got a nice golden color, but I want it a little bit darker. So, just a little bit longer. So, I hope you're having a wonderful day. And you're getting your dinner or lunch plates out. Or some people like pizza in the morning. I will have a picture of this up at my Instagram, Lori G Music. So if you want to go over there and peek at the pictures, please do. I have a lot of pictures of food over there. And Okay, my pizza's done. So I'm going to take it out and cut it up. Let it sit for a few minutes and then cut it up. And I want you to enjoy your homemade pizza. Until next time, Lori Jean on the kitchen.blogspot.com for more tips and tricks and upcoming information on my shows. Bon appetit. Bye-bye. Yeah.